This show is funded by listeners. To get involved and to get this show early every single week, head over to patreon.com slash okbeast. What is going on, everybody? You are listening to episode 199 of the OK Beast podcast, a weekly show where we get together to talk about the biggest topics in video games and nerd culture. Today, we're going to be talking about Obsidian's new survival game called Grounded. We're going to be talking Fall Guys, uh, G4 TV returning, our favorite games of the year so far, and more. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Alex Van Aken, and this week, I'm joined by... The man who's married to my mother, my stepdad, Brandon Wilson. What is going on? Al. Yes, sir. We are on the eve of a momentous occasion. We are. That we are. Can you can you feel can you feel the excitement in the air? It's surging through me. <laughs> I I can I can I'm sorry, I couldn't <laughs> handle surging through me. <laughs> it's inside me. Um it is it is definitely inside me because tomorrow Oh god, please clip that out. Someone clip it. Someone just clip that tomorrow, out. Tomorrow <laughs> Tomorrow is your papa's birthday. Yay. Are you excited? I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited for you to turn what? What how are you now? Sixty nine, bro. I don't even know. I, I have him. to ask your mom whenever fifty four asks me. Something like that. Forty four, <laughs> dummy. Yeah, you yeah, are 44. happy forty fourth, Brandon. You're you're looking as young as ever. You're as spry as ever. That's for sure. Oh, definitely. And it's a pleasure uh, to do this show on the eve of your birthday with you, the man of the hour. So, Brandon, thank you for joining me. We are also joined by our friend Ian Preschel. What is going on, Ian? Alexander Vanikin Vanikin. Yes, I have to tell you something honestly. That there's okay. another momentous occasion happening right now it's also my birthday tomorrow what did you know that what you know that? i didn't get you anything dude i'm so sorry me and brandon are twins we were born on the same day how can i be your father and your brother it's true it's like some back to the future type shit where brandon is my dad but i'm his twin but then also i'm alex's uncle and mm. cousin you know <laughs> got it and stepdaddy and stepdad it's like, that tra- like that yeah. sort of like family like hierarchy tracks because me and Brandon are from Virginia, so we see a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> the Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, guys, how are I've you? Had a, Wait, I've before had you do that, I want to say, how are you, bro? How what's going on with you? Tell us about what's going on in the mind of Al. You know, I'm trash. I've had to do this. <laughs> You're this, hitting him with the zingers today, bro. This online, we're going camping this weekend. Oh, is this the boating? Is this the boating incident? Yes, dude. Oh, wow. You had to go to boating school like SpongeBob. Halfway Wait, through. there's a boating I, incident? There, it's just like I ha- we're, we're renting a boat this weekend when we go camping. That makes me incredibly nervous, by the way. What? You're taking your brother out on a boat, and you've, you've, never, <laughs> you've never navigated a boat. I'm 29 years old. I can drive a boat. I think you're I mean, under. I, I think, think you're underestimating. Age has the, anything to do with it. I, I think that you're underestimating the amount of knowledge you need to ride a boat. That's why I'm taking an online course. It's mandatory. <laughs> I'm taking an online course that has nothing to do with water, bro. I can tell you so much stuff. <laughs> tell Red, me, right, tell me the most interesting stuff. boat fact you know right now. 
Um, well, I just learned here. Let me, I, I have one right here. Cause I've got the course open cause I was finishing, uh, one of my, one of my units, uh, before we were recording. How about this danger posed by low head dams. The low head dam is the most dangerous type of dam and has been named the quote drowning machine. So that's one thing I've learned. Low head dams, very dangerous. Damn. That's crazy. What's their nickname? The drowning machine. Oh, oh no, low head see, dam. I can tell you, listen, I can tell you uh <laughs> if I'm headed upstream, the buoys need to be on my right hand side. Okay. Red right returning. That's the acronym you remember to know you're going the right going upstream, you headed away from the ocean. Okay. Red buoys on your right. That's how you know you're going, you know, you need to <laughs> You live right in Colorado, direction. there's no freaking ocean, dude. It's upstream though. If you're going downstream, you want the green <laughs> buoys on your Okay, right. so I want to I want to zero in on the most important part of this whole thing is that so maybe my relationship with my brothers is different than yours, but the last <laughs> thing that I want to do when I'm spending time with my brothers is to have them near an open field where murdering me is easier. Like that's the the last thing that I want to deal with is the eventual like whoopsie Ian toppled over. I guess we'll mm, uh oh he had metal things in whoopsie, his shoes. Whoopsie. whoopsie. I guess I get the inheritance money this time. Like why oopsie, why are you gonna whoopsie. why are you putting yourself in unnecessary danger, my friend? I mean, my brother and I our, our relationship is very harmonious. So I'm not. What if that's a trick? I'm not worried, dude. What if he's doing that on purpose, like Loki and Thor? Loki and Thor had that good shit, and then look what happened to them. I mean, that's true. I'm, I never saw the Dark World, so I assume that it it didn't go well. But I mean, I didn't hey, see, I've I've only seen. Yeah, we're not gonna get into the Thor universe. That's what, what if it becomes Alex the Dark, dark World, man? Could it could, man? But but I'm halfway through this boating well, course, and <laughs> the law of diminishing returns. You must finish it. It's awful. It's awful. But I'm learning a lot. I can tell you the, the bow is up front. The okay. stern's in the back. Starboard's to your right. Okay. So starburst is to your right. Are you a seaman now? Yes, I am. Tight. Absolutely. Tight. So, Tight. Proud uh, but yeah, we're going to be renting a motorboat this weekend. I'm excited. Going to go tubing. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So should be fine. I am so, I am like so incredibly idea. nervous. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I've driven a boat before. Illegally? Yeah. Well, it, yeah. At police, please arrest this man. He admitted it. Oh. But this, but the place we're renting from, Nebraska. We're going to Nebraska. It Ooh. requires you to have your safety card. So that's why I have to take this online, this eight-hour course to earn my safety card. Good God. So yeah. But anyways, this is a video game podcast. Of course, um, we've been playing a lot of video games this week. Uh, first and foremost, Brandon, you and I, we've been playing mm-hmm. Grounded, which I know. Uh, has been a game that you've been wanting to play for a while now. I know you played like the, some of the beta tests or whatever it was, um, mm-hmm. but we finally got to play like the you know the the early access release that just launched, uh, and it was pretty fun. What what do, what do you think about Grounded so far? Kind of maybe give the premise for people who might not be aware. Uh so Grounded is basically if you took the um what late 80s early 90s movie um franchise honey i shrunk the kids yes um and you put it in video game form and threw in some survival aspects and some crafting aspects and and just let it go yeah i Um, mean it's a novelty right like 
we don't get a ton of games where you're like super tiny, like walking around big worlds. I know there's like a, uh, wasn't there like a Final Fantasy 15 chapter or no, was it Kingdom? I think both of those games had like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid moments. But like apart from those games, like I feel like you don't see that kind of theme that much. Just the whole thing. So you're walking among among these blades of grass. And it's like, okay, this is kind of cool and whatnot, but you don't really um, get it until like we walked up on like this walkie talkie um, that was giant and massive. And you're like going through it and like seeing all the components and like getting to explore it. And like there's like a little mini quest at the beginning where like you have to like redirect some lasers at like this walkie talkie thing. Uh, and it like starts this quest line and like just seeing like I feel like when you see you're walking around and exploring and you see these giant, you know, objects, it's really fun. Like this juice box is lying around, you know, you you walk up on a ladybug that's massive and like I don't know, it's all these like it's it's really interesting. Um and it's fun to kind of explore that in like a semi open I mean it's a pretty open environment. I haven't like reached the boundaries of the world yet, but it's it's pretty cool. We did, however, reach the boundaries of the preview. Yeah, we spent more. Which, which was really odd to me. Like, why would you release it at this point if if you only have a story that lasts about forty five minutes long? Yeah. Granted, you can continue playing in the open world and like build stuff, which is something I'm very interested in doing. Um, because it it is very similar. It it, it has a lot of similarities to. Uh, Conan Exiles in in the building and the survival aspects of it. Yeah. So I'm very interested in in that piece of it. But we reached when we were playing today, we reached a point in the story where this big pop up comes up in the screen and it says, "You've reached reached the end of the the current main storyline. Um, continue to come back or whatever. Blah blah blah." After pretty much um, like one or two missions, we reached the end of the story. We're like, what? That's the end? Yeah, so I I was kind of taken aback by that. Um, I figured they would, like, it's not much farther than where it was when when they did the technical test like a month ago. Yeah. Um, So I played, that one was limited by time. You could only play 30 minutes. I think it was 30 minutes. Mm. But it was definitely limited by time. You could only play a certain amount. And I basically made it as far as, as we did today. Um. Actually, we did make it a little bit farther than where I was at, but um, not not much. Um, yeah, I wonder if that timer still, was so that you wouldn't reach the end of it and get that that message. Still, definitely a game that I'm very interested in in playing lots more of. Um, I played, like I said, I did play the technical t- technical test, and I played it by myself, um, and it was it was definitely fun playing with with you and Luke today. Um, so that brings a whole new aspect of it uh, that wasn't available during the technical tests. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, it, it obviously needs uh, a lot of work still. Um, I, you know, Obsidian is definitely a good one to give the job to because um, they're they're highly capable. So I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I I really enjoy what's there now. Um, it, it does have a lot of, um, there are a lot of like eight, late eighties, early nineties cues. Like yeah. there's, um, or, it, you know, like that stranger thing kind of era mm-hmm. where you have like the, the synthesizer music going on in the background yeah. and, and so forth. Um, so it's definitely, 
something that's very it's definitely a, a Brandon game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm Retro interested inspired. to see. For yeah, sure, I'm definitely yeah. interested to see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun. Like I've well, we played probably two hours today, maybe in total. Yeah. Um, not very far at all, but it was a lot of it was like novel to like you're chopping down these blades of grass, like you build your axe. And it's you know, usually in survival games, it's like trees and whatnot. It's kind of funny. Like you chop down a blade of grass and it breaks into like a bunch of pieces that you can like pick up and put on your character's shoulder. And like, hmm. it's like, you've got like these hutches of wood that you're carrying around and like oh. building bases with it's, it's fun. Did um, you see the, speaking of this game, did you guys see the article about spider fear mode or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. And I, according to this yeah, article, it actually I saw, asked you that you can turn, up this meter called like the arachnophobia meter and if you're horrified of spiders aka if you're a normal person uh you can turn this meter all the way up and then it just makes the spiders giant floating orbs which are also scary in their own right <laughs> like I, I i saw that the photo from the article i was like it doesn't make them cute it actually just makes them more cthulhu looking horrifying creatures than spiders but i mean hey pick your poison you know yeah it actually asked you that in the very beginning it oh really a- there's a little pop-up that comes up that says, uh, if you're if you're scared of spiders, then this is the setting that you wanna that you wanna hit. Mm. Um, yeah, we so we it, stum- it stumbled onto a wolf spider. That. Oh god. And it's huge. Massive. <laughs> Kills crazy. you in one shot. Uh, yeah, and it yeah. comes out at night. And we were like out in the woods at nighttime. You can't see anything, and then you see its red eyes walk by you, and it's like, it's terrifying, dude. Dang. I know why there's an arachnophobia sli- slider now. <laughs> See, that's why that's one of the many reasons that I really wanted to play Conan with you because in Conan when when it turns nighttime if 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 it's cloudy at all or you don't have a like a full moon yeah it is pitch freaking black if you don't have a torch on you it's basically like you huddle in a corner and you wait for you wait for light because around any corner there could be uh, it could be a bear. It could be a ghoul. It could be, could be me. Anything. It could be me trying to kill you. It could be Ian. It could be me, fully um, nude, ready for you. It could be a gabagool. Yeah. Is that a is that a gabagool? Th- isn't that like the Italian cold salad gabagool? Yeah. Yeah. He okay. said ghoul. I okay. Said gabagool. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I wait. Was I was like, <laughs> is funny. that? Well, there was. I'm cool. now. I'm like thinking. I was like, wait a minute. What is that? I was like, is that a Conan guy? Gabagool. I no, I saw a TikTok about somebody making gabagool. Hey, gabagool. Uh, yeah. That's my dad. Does my dad's TikTok. Follow my dad at Larry Logic. Please do that's not a real thing. I if that was ever a thing, I would just end my own life. I don't know if I can handle that. Um but yeah, grounded is fun. I mean I'm excited to kind of keep trying it out and, and continuing to play it. It being like cross play between PC and Xbox is great. Ooh. And the fact that it's like Game Pass, like that's even better. Um so yeah, grounded. Check it out. Um, and another game that I've been playing this week, um, this past weekend, got into the Fall Guys closed beta, Ooh. Um, and played that for many hours. Played it with Kayla. Played it with myself. Uh, and a few you played friends. with yourself. Yeah, did, yeah. Was Kayla gone for the weekend, or, or what happened? <laughs> no, I, I played it by myself, and I also played it with Kayla. We both like took turns. Oh, and what was that old? g4 tv um game show with oh, the japanese um, hosts M- uh, mxc or whatever mxc yes yeah yeah so this is like mxc but with you know jelly people 
and without the commentators. Like if they had commentators like that in this game, it'd be hilarious. But <laughs> mm. I imagine that's really difficult to pull off. But uh, like MXC, there was always like those ridiculous challenges that people would play through, and like um, you know, or like wipe out. Like if people ever watched wipe out. Um, this this is that game, and there's like so many different scenarios that you get put into. But the premise is, it's you and sixty other players um competing to be like the last one standing and so uh you know at the start of the of the it's like a battle royale game essentially like Mm. in terms of format at the start of the competition there's 60 of you uh and then then it goes down to 45 people so the 15 people get chopped off during the first round so it's usually like the first 45 people that make it across the finish line of some you know uh obstacle course gets to keep going and then there's like all of these different challenges you know you could be there's one where you're like playing as chickens and you have to protect what? your team's eggs from the other team it's kind of like flag football but it sounds like, like mario party type stuff it, yeah it's like it's like mario kart battle um like the balloons yeah when you um, lose are you out out and you're done yeah you're done you have to go back to the main menu you can oh. spectate if you want but like you're out of the competition interesting um and then there's like one course where you are um there's like these massive seesaws across the map and you're platforming across them with like 60 other people um yeah it's it's pretty wild um but yeah so there's a lot of different um kind of competitions that you go through in fall guys and i don't think i saw like the full breadth but i did see the probably 15 different courses it felt like um and you can play with your friends too Uh, i played with my brother a little bit played with my friend andrew taylor um and like it's kind of confusing because there's like so many people running around, but like your friends, if you're playing in the same lobby as them, they have like little arrows above their heads. So you can like cheer them on or, you know, you can see if like you're in last place or not, but mm. it's a lot of fun. And like the main mechanics are like platforming, you know, jumping um, and, or like you can dive, you can grab other players to like mm-hmm. keep them from getting ahead of you. Uh, it's, it's a ton of fun. Um, and like, as you level up, you unlock new costumes uh, to put like Ooh. on your jelly man it's it's a very cute game the soundtrack is actually like great great um and so great that my voice cracked and <laughs> yeah fall guys is awesome i actually was very skeptical this year everybody was hyping up fall guys at, like pax east and stuff and i was like there's no way this game is that good like it's wow I, you're we a do fall like guys a hater. i know exactly we do a in the okay beast community we have a um a fantasy draft for video games that mm-hmm. like as they release, you know, you, you predict what they're going to get and you get points if you get it right or not, essentially. And I had fall guys picked as my counter pick, like what I thought was going to flop this year. Trap card. Uh, but I'm happy to say that I was wrong. Fall guys is amazing. It's actually probably one of my favorite games I've played this year. Uh, it's just like very whimsical. And this is not our review, by the way, this is just preview. <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed to, to give any review impressions yet. Um, oh. but it, it will be launching, uh, August 4th. Um, Ooh. and I, I think we'll have some codes sent our way. It's also going to be on PlayStation plus. Um, Ooh. so yeah, very fun game. Can't wait to play the full release. And, uh, yeah, everybody, if you're, if you're, <clears throat> you're interested, add it to your wish list or whatever. I think it's well worth the, uh, you know, if you have to pay for it on PC, I I'd recommend it. But if you have PlayStation plus, man, it's free August free. 4th. So how could you argue with that? It's free. It. It's free real estate exactly um but brandon i know you've been playing Mm. rocket arena which just came out as well uh how is that i know you've only played it a little bit uh yeah so i didn't i didn't want to go too deep into it but 
Uh, I know it's kind of come up as a topic um, of discussion recently because this <laughs> this is a full price game. Thir- I think it started at thirty dollars. Um, so not like a triple A sixty dollar game, but um, thirty dollar game. Everybody kind of talked about it like it it should have been free to play. Yeah. Um, and Electronic Arts said no. Nah. Well, originally <laughs> I played the, the demo. Feels like in like January, I played a little demo of it. Like they had like a little beta. Oh, really? Yeah, I played it. Uh-huh. And that was when it was supposed to be free to play. But then, yeah, EA acquired it um, for publishing and That's hit nuts. us with with the thirty dollar uh, price tag. Mm-hmm. So uh, it launches in less than a month later. It's like four dollars. <laughs> it's right? on PSN, PSN for five dollars, and most other places for four. Jesus. Um, so I'm like, well, five dollars. I'm gonna try it out. And Emmett Watkins was on Twitter. Um, you know, awesome buddy Emmett, and um, he started talking about it. And I was like, well, I've been thinking about it too. And and um, we both kind of decided that we were gonna get it. So <laughs> I got it. And uh, it it definitely has interesting concepts. I I've got some problems with it. Um, I, I do like the character designs. They're, um, all very unique. Yeah. Um, and, and unique from one another and, uh, unique in how they play. Um, I, I (laughs) first, and this is kind of a nitpicky thing, but, um, I kind of take exception with the fact that it's called rocket arena because not all the, not all the players, not all the characters have, Ha- are shooting rockets. What? Mm. Is what? It on, so, does it take place on a rocket? N- no. Oh. Um, and why is it called Rocket Arena? Because you're flying around. Well, that's right? what I was trying to figure out. So, and and even in the tutorial, the first thing that they're trying to teach you is how to rocket jump and how to how to climb with your rockets. Like if you if you shoot at a certain angle and you're going upward you can actually like climb up to higher heights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to test out all of the characters and you find out that a lot of the characters, um, like there's one character, his, uh, his gun is more or less like a shotgun. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you can transform it on the fly into a sniper rifle. Oh, okay. Not, not a rocket launcher, a sniper rifle. I, that's shoddy cool, snipers, then, dude. Shoddy snipes. Yeah, I was like, that's a cool character design. And then there's like um, two other two other characters that really have more grenade launcher than rocket launchers. Mm. Um, and it, you know, again, it's a it's kind of a nitpicky thing, but I I think I would put a little more thought into the name of the game if 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 it's going to be Rocket Arena, then I would consider possibly giving all of the characters rocket launchers. Maybe rocket launchers of different capabilities, but still... Or like an ultimate ability that's always like, that's always going to be a rocket launcher or something like that. That's like putting out yeah. a game called Arms and making them fight with their legs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They all, they all did fight with their arms. That is true. It's very <laughs> um, So, there, again, I really like the character designs. There's There's several characters in there that I could see myself playing with on a regular basis. But there's a problem. Uh-oh. Oh no. Uh and I 
anybody that's listened to the show for any any length of time knows that I I try to be relatively positive about pretty much any video game because they're video games. Mm-hmm. And I I generally enjoy the act of playing video games even if the video game is not very good. Um this game this game plays really well. Um and could have a lot of potential, but I could tell you something that's very uh egregious especially with someone like Electronic Arts backing you is having absolutely absolutely the worst servers that I have ever experienced in probably my entire career of playing video games. Really? Yes. Jeez. And when you're playing a competitive game that that pretty much requires, you know, to you to have accurate shots and so forth. Yeah. Like this the I have yet to play a game where I didn't have like extreme teleportation when I'm when I'm trying to shoot people. Mm. That stinks. Yeah. Shout so, out, like, shout out the PUBG sh- on Xbox, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to shoot somebody and then all of a sudden they're they are no longer there, period. Mm. They're they're like somewhere else completely different on the map. Yeah, that like totally ruins a, a multiplayer experience. Like that's the foundation of the experience and yeah. when it doesn't work. Yeah. Like any multiplayer and game, they, fighting game, shooting yeah. game, like anything like that. Yeah, that is and the, not the bad part is it even affects. So they have other modes where you don't necessarily have to be straight um, team versus team. Okay, mm-hmm. um, like I it, that's that's more or less like the uh, the bread and butter is team versus team Rocket Arena, um, but they have other modes where you can go uh, like co op against like three person co op up against. Um, waves of robots, mm-hmm. which I thought would be cool because the you know the servers weren't playing well on the multiplayer aspect of it. So I thought I could jump into one of these games and still enjoy myself. Well, apparently all of their modes Are, have to connect have to, to a server. Yeah, we hate to see it. So so it it um I think this game has potential, especially at five dollars. But I. I'm hoping five dollars is enough from enough people to be able to fix their server issues because mm. I mean it's it's entirely inexcusable in in the way that it is right. But now. you can't play it. Like you can have fun playing no. a game, but if it's not a game, meaning it's unplayable, then yeah, of course you're going to be on the negative end of it. You know. And the only the only time that I actually had fun playing this game was try. They have like a um they have like a test arena where you can try out the different the different characters. Mm. Um, which is a really good idea, by the way. Um, but I had I had a fair amount of fun just just um, shooting Huts the around, you know? the bots. Yeah, shooting the bots inside of this thing and and seeing what the different um, special abilities and so forth for the different characters were. Um, yeah, I think I think this is a this is a big miss unless they unless they get on track with their servers like yesterday. Mm. Well, damn, that it, sucks, it could have a lot of potential, but it's it's man, it's not doing well at, at this point in time. The EA damn. curse continues. Well, hopefully they can wah, get their wah, stuff wah. together and get a game that's you know maybe salvageable because the concept's fun, right? Like so. Yeah, yeah, I I think it would be great um, if they could get the, the 
the act together. Yeah. Womp, well, womp, Ian, womp. we're going to go to you oh, for the last boy. game of the day. Oh, boy. Y'all aren't ready for this update. So, in case y'all didn't know, I've been playing Ring Fit Adventure, right? I got it at the behest of Alexander Vanekin. He said, mm-hmm. oh, this is good. Like, where do you get it? Okay, Wario 64, got it, whatever. So I started playing it, and I was like, oh, this shit is kind of difficult. Like, I was surprised at how difficult it was because, like, you know, I had done sports my whole life. I had, like, did competitive sports even at, like, the collegiate level. I thought that even years out from doing that, I was like, I have a certain level of physical fitness under my belt that I would be fine with it, right? No, this thing kicked my ass, and it has continued to kick my ass for uh, more than this is going to be my 12th day doing it, right? And I've, like, taken days off in between, right? So let's say, for example, I'm playing this game, like, maybe 20-ish hours in or something, we'll say. They have introduced, so I think the last time I talked about it, they introduced a, um, like a gear system where like they have a shop where you can buy different types of outfits and these outfits have different attack and defense bonuses and they have set bonuses for certain colors. Like if you wear all blue, it helps your leg workouts. If you have all yellow, it helps your ab workouts or whatever when you're yeah. fighting against these monsters. Like there's already deep levels of, of stuff that you can do in this game. Um, and I think the last thing that I got was like making smoothies or something. You like collect fruit and vegetables and ingredients as you're running around and you can make smoothies to buff your character during these sort of workouts or whatever. So I'm playing today and I'm, I'm very, I'm level 40 or something. I'm like deep into this game. And then I unlock the ability to have a skill tree. They have a full blown like Witcher three style skill tree at like, let's go level 40 into it. And I was like, what, what the, I had no idea. Here's the thing, Alex. I didn't know they had the first thing, like the the gear and the <laughs> smoothies and shit. So when I see, oh yeah, you have a skill tree, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, and I feel like that happens more often than not with this game, where every single time I'm like, oh, this is a gimmick game. The game's like, no, it's not. This is a real full blown video game. On top of it being a good workout supplement, on top of it being a good tool to help you not only stay fit but learn more about like the different muscle groups and learning about you know how to eat more or eat like more balanced meals and stuff like it's it's just phenomenal and today i saw the skill tree i was like oh okay let me put some points into whatever and keep in mind i'm like i've been farming i made this joke on twitter that i've been farming levels in ring fit adventure you have to to get past some of those boss fights well yeah well i mean not only that but like also with me like since i've started to get more in shape like after the first week it kind of crossed this hump where like okay i'm in shape now or I'm getting back into shape. I can like increase, um, you know, the difficulty of what I'm doing. I can increase um, the distances that I'm running or whatever. Um, you know, I, I said to myself last session, okay, I'm going to go and run a mile. So let me go find a course that has like, you know, like half a mile on like the running um, total or something. Um, so that was me farming up levels and, and stuff in, in ring fit. Um, but with this, when I saw the skill tree, I was like, Oh no, I'm sitting here until I get this one skill and the skill was to add another one of your like fit attacks to your repertoire. So usually, I think you start the game with four or five, and then by going through the skill tree and like adding different stuff to it, you get a whole nother skill, which is huge because there are some levels that say, okay, recommended skills, for example, will be blue, which means that it's mainly leg workouts, right? But if you mm-hmm. only have five slots, right, and there's four different styles of techniques or whatever you're kind of like limited in your option pool that you can kind of choose from on top of that. 
they have moves that can heal you. And if you, let's say, are low on healing items, you're about to fight a boss, you want to have that, like, the ability to self-heal yourself in the middle of the battle, right? So, Alex, how far are you in Ring Fit? Uh, not far. I'm, on, I'm only, like, the second or third world. I'm not okay. very far. Okay. I usually just play through the first world because it's, like, easy He took enough. it out of the box. What do you say? He took it out of the box. That's level one, baby. You got it. Um, so, um, have you gotten any healing moves yet in Ring Fit? no actually no so here's the the awesome thing and this is one of the reasons Wait, why i love I? ring fit i i might have it's very possible but it, most of the time like at least in the earlier levels you won't need them so healing let me ask brandon brandon what do you think the exercise associated with healing yourself in this game is healing yourself yeah like if i have like so when <clears throat> in the pokemon type battles that you have you attack them with your workouts or whatever. They attack you and you have like a heart meter, kind of like Mario, um, that goes down if you get hit. And you um, you can like block by doing an ab workout or ab exercise to reduce that damage. But you mm-hmm. also have moves that can heal you. So what exercise do you associate most with healing yourself? Yoga? Mm-mm, it's not yoga. Or I guess technically it is um, yoga. It's a type of yoga. Like uh, raising your hands above your head and like, and then doing like a I don't know the cha cha slide. Um, no, so it's yeah, it's stretching, which I thought was like genius because again, how do you heal your body after working out or during working out or whatever? If you like pull something or if you want to make sure that you're like limber enough to go through the workout, you stretch. So the game like incentivizes you to continue working out the same way that a trainer would by like, oh, okay, you're a little tight right now. Okay. Go and stretch. And then we'll continue to work out afterwards. Like all these systems coordinate so well together and they feel so good to engage with. Like it's, I'm only getting more and more impressed with ring fit adventure as I continue playing it. And today my final workout, like Alex, do you remember what your difficulty level is in this game or no? Uh, I think I just did like normal or something. They give you like a number though. Do you remember the number? I don't remember the number. I'm sorry, my Google just went off in the background. Um, so my number is 25. And Jeez, that, that's definitely not my number. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cowdy's is like 11. And she's like, why? I think mine was like single digits. Oh, like, like eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, this is like the different, and this is another beauty of the game, right? Is that, you know, I said earlier on, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I've done like sports at a pretty high level. Like, I'm still relatively in shape, even though I'm like, air quotes out of shape right um it, it adjusts the reps that you're doing and and the types of exercises that you're doing and the types of enemies that you have their health whatever based off of your skill level and you can bump that down or up based off of you know how well you're feeling or you know if you're injured or, or what have you and and that's another like aspect of how genius it is um but so i'm at like level 25 or whatever and mm-hmm. now at the end of your workout they give you like a little like you know like a report of all the workouts that you did my workouts now have there are three full columns i think of 20 different things so it's like almost going off the screen plus the like two miles that i did after the the attempts to get a bunch of skill points or whatever um but yeah i just wanted to like take a little moment to say hey ring fit adventure is the farthest possible thing from a gimmick i feel good working out again and i feel like i'm getting in shape again it's it's so crazy to say that after playing a video game um, but you know it's a Nintendo game. I'm not surprised that they put in like all this sort of effort. But but yeah, I'd be, awesome. it's it's phenomenal. Uh, I behoove anybody if you're trying to get back in shape, 
please go and get this thing. It's it's 100% worth worth your money. I mean, bro, like a gym membership is what 30 bucks a month or something, like minimum. Like this yeah, will like 45. Yeah, so like this this thing alone, if you already have a Switch, $45 or sorry, like 60 bucks or 80 bucks or whatever it is. Let's say it's like 2 months of going to the gym. I already feel like I've done more working out in the past 2 weeks than I ever have when I had the gym membership. So, it is totally worth the investment. Dope. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, the announcements and housekeeping. Then we got some news stories and then we'll wrap up with our topic of the show. Uh, of course, if you enjoy the show, you want to get it early and support us in the process, head over to patreon.com slash okbeast. Uh, and uh, that's where you can get all of that fun stuff. Uh, if you want merch, hoodies, t-shirts, okbeast.com slash store. Uh, and don't forget, follow us on Twitter instagram twitch all that fun stuff the social medias i'm at it's van aiken ian is at ian why not brandon is at rebel red six all spelled out and of course follow ok beast at ok beast now uh of course you can review and subscribe to the ok beast podcast on apple Podcasts. you can listen anywhere but those reviews over on apple Podcasts really help us out uh and so thank you to those of you who take the time to do that we actually have a new review to read off uh, this is a five-star review from Rex Cosmos. Uh, Rex says, solid show, great hosts, and great guests. I downloaded the Apple Podcast app just to leave this review. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Keep up the good work, uh, guys. Also, Ian, heart emoji. So, that's, Ian. That's me. That's you, dude. Can that's we also talk you. for a second that he didn't write, or, or they didn't write the heart emoji? On our end, it was like exclamation point ampersand like uh LT colon, colon lz2 three. or whatever I, I yeah le- i think it, i think there was like some sort of glitch i had to look it up <laughs> i legit i legit thought that this person was sending us like a digital arg or something that we had to follow we had to like go down the rabbit hole figuring out what those <laughs> coordinates were on a map it sends us to fiji we dig up a, a giant thing under the sand and guess what it's a skull it's an itunes gift card oh wow that's it uh, inside of a skull Inside, of, yeah, in, you have to break the skull open, and then it reveals the the what's called. But our podcast, it's, it's a five dollar iTunes. iTunes gift card. It's only five. <laughs> it's like I came all the way to Fiji. I mean, you get a nice vacation. That's true. There you go. Thank you, Rex, for that that wonderful review. We appreciate you. Uh, of course, you can find all of our work over at okbeast.com. But more specifically, you can go to YouTube.com/slash/okbeast for our videos. Uh, and uh, if you want to join the community. Come talk to us on Discord, okbeast.com slash Discord. We'll get you an invite uh, to our Discord server. We've got a couple hundred people who love video games, love talking about them. So it's a great place to make some new friends, especially, with, you know, we're, we're all stuck inside. We're all, we're all lonely, right? Come, come join our Discord. Talk about games with each other. <laughs> that sounds creepy. <laughs> um, let's get into the news. I'm excited, guys, because this was, I was kind of, I was kind of worried this wasn't going to happen. Um, oh, you saw the you saw the Pokemon boyfriend stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Is dude. that what we're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Cool, um, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, the analog pocket uh, is go is finally pre-orders are going up on Monday, the day that this episode goes out. If you are interested in the analog pocket, which is the retro Game Boy handheld um, that is also a, a music synthesizer slash doll. Um, it plays all of the old Game Boy games on original hardware uh, on the cartridges. It, there's also um, like freaking adapters for 
um, the Neo Geo Pocket and a few other older consoles. Uh, anyways, if you've if you've heard of the Analog Pocket, you probably know what it is um, or, or remember what it is. It is pre-orders are going up on Monday, and this thing is shipping in May 2021. Uh, there's a lot of us who have been waiting um, for this to come out. Me, me in particular, I know I, I brought it up when it was first launched. I know some people aren't into it. That's fine. I'm super stoked on this device. Why are people not um, into it? Tell me, tell me about that. I think people are just like, you know, I think people just don't really care. It's like, oh, it's like retro stuff. Why am I going to spend $200? I feel like the retro a, community is like massive, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think like, I think if you are part of the retro community, even in a small way, like I consider myself a very small way, like as far as like I, I collect handhelds now for the most part and some GameCube stuff. Um, but there's people that are obviously way deep into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like really wherever you're at on that spectrum, I think this is a cool device. And for me, especially why I want one is the built-in digital audio workstation. Like you can make music on this thing and it connects with like, if you own other teenage engineering products, you can connect it and it, it's super cool. Um, and the fact that like I've, I've been building up a Game Boy collection for the past couple of years, a very small one, I'll bite, but, um, but I have one and like being able to play, I've been tracking down, you know, Game Boy advances and regular Game Boys and all that. And this device can play all of those. Like you don't really have to worry about that. Um, and you can just have one really nice device that plays all three generations of the Game Boy, as well as, you know, Neo Geo and a couple other, you know, a couple other uh, ecosystems of games. Like I, I'm stoked on this. So my only, I'm my only, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to be camping on Monday, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to pre-order one if I don't have signal. So I'm praying oh, no. I have signal. Um, I guess we'll just see. go out on the boat out in the middle of the uh, out in the middle of the lake, and you'll get better signal. Hopefully, yeah. Go underneath on the, on the, the boat. lake. That's how. Yeah, on the boat that I'm training for. <laughs> it should. Yes. Hopefully, you also had to watch an eight-hour video about uh, how to construct a. Um, a satellite to to order your your pocket go exactly um so yeah i'm stoked for the analog pocket finally come because like obviously covid is a thing and you know i wasn't they originally it was 2020 and nobody was sure like when this thing was going to come out like it was kind of like radio silence they kind of they finally broke that and and um yeah it's pre-orders going up this week so i'm excited hopefully i can get my hands on one uh i i don't know i guess just go to the analog website if people are um, people are curious. We'll link to the Kotaku article that we're reading from. Um, but yeah, this thing is awesome. 3.5 inch, 1440p pixel display. They call the, I'm just reading off the specs from Kotaku right here. Uh, hardware emulated Nintendo handheld, built in nano loop music creation software. Um, yeah, lots of stuff. There's a dock that you can plug controllers into um, and project to a TV. Lots of cool stuff on this thing. I don't think I'm going to get the dock. Because I have a Game Boy player, uh, like a modded Game Boy player that gets really good resolution. Um, mm. But the, I got, oh, and the, the uh, I know I mentioned Neo Geo. The cartridges that they're going to be selling will let you play Atari Lynx games, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Sega Game Gear games on this device. So I have no idea what that second one is. Neo Geo Pocket Color. Um, I've the, only the, seen the like, Atari Lynx, whatever you said. Oh, Atari Lynx, yeah. Brandon, do you know what the Atari Lynx is? I don't. Uh, I never saw one. I'm familiar, like. With I assume the, it's just a handheld. The time frame, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm familiar with the time frame, but I 
I've never seen one nor operated one. So I'm looking up Atari Lynx games. We got California Games released in 1987, Blue Lightning 1989, Electrocop, Chips Challenge. These are all game titles. I oh, love that has Miss Pac Man. Okay, Zybots, Dracula the Undead, Zy- Scrap Scrapyard Dog, <laughs> the That's the popular Batman. Atari Lynx game. <laughs> Um, Paperboy. Okay, there you go. Rygar. All right. I'm just. I was curious, Rygar? like what Ninja Gaiden's on this. Okay. Huh. All right. Big huh. Yeah, big huh. There's a lot of games on here. There's one game called Xenophobe. Ugh. Yeah. Don't know that's how that's why, gonna that's, go. That's why I said huh. If I wanted to see Xenophobe, I would just go on Twitter. I can see that. <laughs> I don't need to worry about that. Yep um well cool yeah anyways just want to let people know in case you missed it the analog pocket is coming and i'm excited are you guys Hell interested yeah. in picking one up picking up one of these or is there there a little interest yeah I'm, I'm good i think so is it is it color too yeah yeah oh because I, I i don't know i guess maybe i was looking at the wrong thing because it it looked like it was straight like monochrome no it's uh game boy color game boy original and game boy advance Color, yeah, I think green, I was just like thought a, it was original or something. No, it plays all three of them. That's like the big appeal, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, so very cool. I'm excited. Uh, our next news very. story. Uh, this one is a lot of nostalgia going on here. Uh, it was announced that G4 TV and X Play are going to be returning in 2021. Could be online in some fashion. Uh, this, this is coming from GameSpot's Jeremy Winslow. Uh, the article reads, um, after shuttering the network nearly five years ago, it seems G4 may make some kind of return soon. A teaser made its debut during IGN's Comic Con at Home event, followed by the official Twitter accounts for both G4 TV and X-Play, a channel associated with G4 Media, have hinted that the network is slated to come back in 2021. Uh, How, where, and in what format G4 TV will come uh, remains to be seen. The minute-long video provides no details. There's no info on whether G4 or X-Play will come to cable TV, will partner with a streaming service, or will launch a YouTube channel. Uh, additionally, it's unclear if any former hosts will return to participate in this network revitalization. Uh, former Attack of the Show co-host Kevin Pereira. Attack of the Show. Show, Attack. show. That was such a good show tweeted that he was quote very interested in quote and whatever this g4 tv teaser is supposed to be in a follow-up tweet Pereira mentioned olivia munn a former attack of the show co-host who now works as an actress seen in films like iron man 2 the lego ninjago movie and x-men apocalypse and others Wait, she was in the lego ninjago movie i guess so she yep. played coco holy moly um, bro adam sussler former x-play co-host and games you call him adam sussler no, Adam Sessler. Oh, I heard Sussler, and I think that's the best like middle school <laughs> nickname for him. Like, yo, you're looking pretty sus right now, bro. You're looking like an Adam Sussler instead. I like that's that. That's funny. I'm going to steal that. Adam Sessler, former X-Play co-host and games media personality, who was actually just on Spawn on Me the other day. So go check out Hell that episode. Yeah. Uh, chimed in saying he, quote, didn't expect, end quote, to see the X-Play Twitter account. It's unclear if Sessler will have any involvement with G4's alleged return. And lastly, there was an update 
uh, to this article. Uh, update, according to esports consultant Rod Slasher Breslau, the GVTV, G4 TV uh, revitalization will apparently be led by spectator gaming president Tucker Roberts, who also oversees the Overwatch League's Philadelphia Fusion. Uh, the network will be, quote, based and focused on web and will be backed by Comcast. Interesting. His daddy is Comcast CEO. There you go. Who's um, wait? Who's dad is CEO? The guy that's the guy that's heading this up. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay, okay. Very cool. Shout out to the gamers being related to the CEO. Um, but yeah, I guess you know YouTube, Quibi, something like that. We'll see. G4 oh, don't coming back. don't say the cursive <laughs> word. Not Quibi here. No Quibi TikTok. in this house. No I mean, Quibi. here's the thing. I don't think that. I don't think that this should go back on cable TV. Maybe I'm crazy, but like, I don't think so either. There's no reason for it to be right. Like, yeah. And I, here's the thing too. I think that we, what we've learned with quarantine and everything, but could that it you, though also, I mean, it could for sure. I'm not saying that it doesn't have to be, but like the whole thing about like the attack of the show that was cool. Right. Is that it was like, it was high budget. Like they did zoom outs of like, you know, the studio and it was like a full blood, like full blown TV studio. Right. But yeah. I don't think that we necessarily need that, especially not right now. Like, I mean, Alex knows better than anybody of like how to set up a camera to look good in your apartment. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't think you, the more money we invest into it, the higher likelihood it will eventually be canceled. Right. Because unfortunately these sorts of shows are hard to monetize. Right. Because like the gaming community is inherently very chaotic and hard to control, which is not what advertisers want. That's why like, half of the money made on YouTube is from like kids content. Right. Which is very like one note and easy to advertise on. Right. So I think that, well, I have, I have many questions about the show. The first thing is like, what is it going to be? Right. Cause again, I don't rem- remember a lot of things about attack of the show besides like the theme song and stuff like, and about them talking about games. Like, is this going to be like a comedy show, a news show, uh, like multi facet show. Is there going to be a Twitch angle? Is there going to be, you know, like I- I'm curious to see what they're going to do, but I remember hearing a lot of people when this announcement was made saying that, you know, like attack of the show and a lot of stuff on G4 was inherently very problematic, um, mm-hmm. which is true for a lot of stuff that came out like five plus years ago. Um, so I'm curious to see what they're going to do to modernize the core concept of, what these shows were all about, which was like, you know, talking about video games and, you know, creating a goofy environment, right. Without the inherent negative aspects of, you know, the former version of it. Um, But yeah, I think Twitch should be a huge part of it. Like Twitch controlling something or whatever would be a fun idea. Um, Yeah. And then I don't know. Like all I know is that it should definitely have some sort of Twitch integrated element. Um, Maybe not Let's Plays, because those aren't really a thing anymore. But, like, I don't know. Like, is it going to be, like, a late-night talk show? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that even a thing anymore? Do we need yeah. to emulate... Old, like, do we need to emulate other mediums to be successful? You know, it's kind of like the age-old question with video games. Like, do do video games need to be movies to be successful, right? And I think that when we get to situations like this with, like, big video game-associated properties come back from the grave, right we have to ask ourselves the same question for our video games related media, right? Like a podcast is like a radio show, but it's not right. It's very different. And there's like different sorts of things associated with it. Right. A lot of podcasts now are on Twitch, right? That's like the evolution of the medium. 
right? And I think that's by and part through, you know, tech, media, and video games being kind of paralleled. Um, so how could we even take the modern, how could we take the idea of a talk show and then modernize it into something that is engaging for people who play video games? You know what I mean? That's the big question yeah. for me, um, yeah. as well as making the content accessible and not inherently shitty towards people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. So my dudes, yes, sir. Yeah. I would like to throw, I would like to throw another, uh, another interesting tidbit in there for you. Oh, tell me all about your tids, bro. How about uh, Tucker Roberts, um, son of the Comcast CEO, okay, grandson of the founder of Comcast, okay. Uh, so he's got a couple dollars, a little bit. Um, he, I don't, I don't. It looks like I'm not sure if they are still dating, but he dated who? Who do you think he dated? Me, uh, Adam Sessler. Olivia's Munn. He dated Olivia Munn. Whoa, hey, I got it. Hey, let's go. go. Uh, let's go. Tucker Tucker was 28 at the time. Olivia was 38 at the time. I mean, hey, bro. I know, it's spicy. Get it. But um, Get it. Why do you know all their I don't ages? Know if they're, I don't know <laughs> if they're still together or not. No, isn't Olivia Munn, um, isn't she married to Aaron someone, football man? I Let's ask Google. Know. Hey, Google, who's Olivia Munn married to? Are you dead ass? My Google, Google just straight up ignored me. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say Google like randomly. And this shit Munn was in a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. That's his name. Yeah, Aaron Football Man. Wait, wasn't that the guy but from The that Bachelor? that was a relationship that was prior to her relationship with Tugger Roberts. Wait, prior as an after? Wait, before. She dated Aaron Rodgers before she dated. Oh, wait. So she's not with anybody right now. She's single. I don't. I can't. That's what I'm trying to find out. I mean, it's, it's your birthday, bro. But Shoot for the stars. She 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 definitely dated uh, Tucker Roberts in uh, late 2018 at minimum. Dang. Welcome to this, E Hollywood Reporter. Brandon's like on yeah, like Hollywood Reporter from TikTok. December of 2018, and, and they were dating What's at, going on? at that time. Um, I was asking what this has to do with anything. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. It has nothing to do. Like, with do anything. we think no, Olivia Munn is going to be the host? No, I don't think they'll have her I'm back. I'm saying that could be that could be a very interesting twist. She is she is a she is a famous actress. She's now, a gamer girl, but you know, a gamer she's woman, a gamer girl at heart. What do we what do we call? So there's gamer girl. There's the GG right, and we have. E boy and e girl that has like a good ring to it. What what do you call? Because you know gamers over forty that aren't people we know, right? We call those people incels, right? What do you call women who are successful? Now we call gamers? them boomers. <laughs> now we call them incels. Boomers don't play games. Um, but what do we call successful, powerful women? Wait, so Brandon's an incel? No, I said that we don't know. So now we don't oh, okay, know. Okay, okay. We know uh, Brandon. That's so a good qualifier. He has his own unique nickname. Um, so, <laughs> so, so we wait for him to drop off of the Hangouts call before we call him that. I would never call. That's literally not true. You have sons. <laughs> you can't be an insult if you have a kid. I'm pretty sure. I don't know the rules. Um, but what do you call a successful, <laughs> powerful woman who plays games? A woman. Queen. Queen. See, Brandon knew it. Brandon did it. A queen. There we go. But okay. I don't know if they're going to get Queen Olivia Munn back. Her, her oh, royal no. majesty. She's a lot of money. She was in the X-Men movies. Yeah. So who are we going to no. get? I, here's the thing. I don't really know any prominent 
like women to host in the game space right now that I can name off the top of the dome. Like I know there's someone um, I'd love to named see Morgan Webb come back. What would you say? I'd love to see Morgan Webb come back. Morgan Webb was rad. Yeah. And then who was there was Morgan yeah. Webb. There was the girl with uh, like a dark chestnut brown hair. What was her name? It was like Morgan. And then it was Blair and then his host. Who was her name? What was it? I'm very bad with names. I can't remember either, but I remember her being really funny and cool too. And then of course you have Olivia Munn. Um, obviously, no one at I mean, IGN we got a bunch can of hosts. Show right, a lot like, of b- bunch of hosts over at like IGN and Gamespot. You know, maybe available. But I'm saying, uh, to, but to host this as a side thing, I don't know if they would even. Oh do yeah, that. yeah. Like that's yeah. I'm saying, like who's a free agent? You know what I mean? And uh, mm. I know someone who's a free. Like I know hosts that we know of, right? But none of them are free agents. You know what I'm saying? They they're yeah. associated with somebody, right? Which is kind of like the the catch twenty two in the entertainment industry, right? Is that mm. if you're good, you're probably already like marketed somewhere, right? Um, so I don't know. Like I know Maud Garrett is someone who used to do stuff with SourceFed, who talks about games and nerd culture and stuff like that. I know that she's a free agent. She does stuff for like e Hollywood Reporter and shit like that. I know that she has like connections in that world, right? But I, I would like to see her. She's pretty good, I would say. Um, but yeah, like big names that aren't already affiliated with somebody. I have no idea. You know what I mean? It's hard. Oh, what about, uh, like Raina Scully, Raina Scully, another, um, another unaffiliated person. But the thing is that she's in Japan right now and she's also, uh, do they have to be, do they have to be big name though? I mean, I mean, big, I think Raina and, and Maude are both like big name with air quotes, right? They're not like celebrities, but they're like well known in the internet game space. They have a following. Yeah. And they're not tied down to any one company, like a like a Rooster Teeth or you know an IGN or whatever. Um, they could be complete nobodies, and that's that's pretty much what a lot of the people who started at um, G4 were, right? But I'm just curious to see now that like you know, and that's kind of the issue. What we were talking about earlier is that what is the show even going to be? Is it going to be G4 two or is it going to be G4 the sequel? Right? Because if it's G4 two, then you know get Adam back, get Blair back, get as many people as you can back, right? Um, or is it going to be its new thing where it's like the second class where we'll get like a bunch of different people like on who we don't know, but are like really well, you know, acclimated to the game space. Like, I mean, like, fuck it, man. Get Chloe in there. Get Chloe Naylor in there. Right. Get like people that we know that are like up and coming. You know what I mean? Um, but it's yeah, it's it's interesting. I w- I'm curious to see how that show is going to go. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's get into our topic of the show, which is our last segment of this episode. Uh, our favorite games of the year so far. Uh, friend of the show, Austin Ernst, who is thank a you, Patreon supporter, uh, supports us at the topic of the show tier uh, once a month. And uh, Austin supported us once again. So he picked out a topic for us to discuss on the show this week. Uh, and Austin writes in saying, can anything compete with The Last of Us Part 2 for Game of the Year? Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Animal Animal Crossing. Could anything compete with The Last of Us 2? Could it be the Animal Crossing? Uh, We could drink some coffee and play some Animal Crossing. uh, Animal Crossing. Alex to dub over The Last of Us 2. (laughs) Oh no, Ellie. It's a. It's. What are they fucking called? It's a quadricept. Oh no. Like, I just want that. The whole thing. (laughs) How much do I have to pay on Patreon to make that? Oh, Ellie, a quicker. Oh no, what we gotta do? Put on your mask. <laughs> I can't do a baby voice. Put oh on your mask. I can't do a baby voice. I'm I'm awful. Uh, baby voice, uh, Alex. Yeah, not good. I I, I hate baby voices. Uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing, Cyberpunk. Essentially, Austin is writing in to ask, 
what what our favorite games of the year so far are. So kinda, I know I'm the only he, one who's he played. He kind of asked us like, we, he gave us a multiple choice answer, but gave us the answer in the first sentence. He's like, hey, what do you guys think your favorite games of the year are? Nothing could possibly be Last of Us 2. But what about Animal Crossing, maybe? I was like, <laughs> it seems like you already know the answer that you want. <laughs> well, yeah, Austin. that's the thing. Game of the year is subjective, right? So I figured yeah. we'd talk about our favorite games that we've played this year so far. You know, yeah. nothing too formal, but, you know, I, I have played The Last of Us Part 2. I have not beaten it yet, so I feel like I can't, you know, say definitively, you know, this is, you know, my favorite game. Right now, it probably is not, actually. Mm. Um, I think Valorant is probably my favorite game, hey, my game of the year right bang, now. Bang, baby. Uh, or or Animal Crossing. Uh, there's a lot of great games that came out. So um, I just excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. Animal Crossing. Am- Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Um actually booted up animal crossing for the first time you booted up animal crossing i can't i have headphones on i can't oh, hear myself just talk keeps getting better i oh. love this this is great. i can't hear myself talk when i have both headphones on oh gosh and it messes with my speech good golly um what, what are some of y'all's favorite games <laughs> oh my god brandon's dying dude oh man that's good good time i'm being ben. bullied you are not being cyber bullied. I'm you being say, bullied. We were, we were celebrating your difference. We were saying that's funny <laughs> and cute. We're not um, what, what are some of your favorite games of the year so far, guys? I'm, I'm going to say something right now. This is going to be a controversial take, right? Mm. Is that I see a lot of people get really hyped up about Last of Us 2. And, you know, power to you. I'm, I'm happy for you, right? But I just don't. I just can't see myself, even if I do end up getting to that game, because I do want to play Last of Us 1 before I do 2, right? Like, have you not played the first one? Never, no. Um, oh, I I cannot in good conscience, even if I play this game, I'll guarantee you right now, say that my game of the year is a game that makes me fucking miserable. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't. <laughs> like, there are people that I've talked to about that game who have said objectively, "Oh yeah, the game isn't fun, but it's not supposed to be." I'm like, what? <laughs> like, the, I'm like, what are you talking about? The game isn't fun. And yeah, I'm like. I'm like, well, what is it supposed to be? Like, oh, well, it's supposed to be real and gritty and make you feel a certain way. I'm like, okay, cool. What? Like, I, I get confused by that a lot. And like, you know, if I had to say my game of the year right now, it'd be Ring Fit Adventure, baby. That's a fun, challenging game that's really makes you active. It makes you happy. You're improving yourself, helps you with goals and stuff. Like, that game is stellar. And it's a good, objectively good mechanical game, right? Um, and, and that's just my, my thing about saying that The Last of Us 2 is the best is the game of the year. I don't know. Like it might be, I w I would award it like best narrative, maybe or best, I don't know, like best visuals or best, like, you know, engine. Right. Cause I saw that shit with like the, the rope on Twitter a lot. Um, there's like to, for, to explain, uh, there's this scene where like you can manipulate a rope through like a, um, like a small part of a house or something. And like the rope is very well coded where you can like wrap it around shit and move things very specifically. And like, you know, the articulation in that rope, it took a lot of work, right? But I don't think that I would ever say that with good conscience that that could be my game of the year. Even just like the tangential shit I know about that game. Like that game looks like it's supposed to, it's make you miserable simulator. It's heavy. Right? Um, like I, even that's the, why the I intro in Last it. of Us 1 is miserable. I watched that, like I watched a Let's Play of like the intro and I'm like, hey, guys, this is depressing. Why are we playing? What is, like, excuse me? And, and I'm all for, like, the variety of experience, right? It's, like, all about, like, you know, the buffet, right? We, we don't want to have one type of thing always, right? But, like, it, maybe it's just the type of 
person that I am, like the type of games that I play, like, I don't know, man, that's too heavy for me. I can't. Well, what are the games that you have been enjoying, Ian? Um, Ring Fit, you said. Ring, Animal Ring, Crossing. Ring I, Fit. I um, feel like all three of us, or at least me, I, I think that's one of the best games that have come out this year. I, again, another controversial thing. I don't think Animal Crossing is a game. What? You know what I mean? It. I'm, I'm saying, okay, so <laughs> it, in the way that Ring Fit is a game, right? I mean, maybe like in the way that I view it, right? Because Animal Crossing is like its own separate thing, right? Like it, it feels like, you know, like Destiny Hub Worlds, like Destiny Hub Worlds aren't a game, right? They exist in the game space, but they're a way for you to do other shit. To me, that's kind of what Animal Crossing feels like for me. It's like a avenue to discuss and hang out with people and like do these digital chores and like check in on people like it. Like is VR chat a game in my eyes? No, right. It's like a platform Animal Crossing to me. Yes, it is a video game. Yes, it does like fit under a lot of those demographics or whatever. But to me, it, it's something different. It feels so very different from an air quotes video game ass video game. Um, and, and yeah, like it, it just feels mm. different. And it, it is one of my most it's it's the most fun I've had in a long time with like my switch. Um, but I wouldn't say that it's my favorite video game experience. You know, I mean, it doesn't even feel like a video game half the time, you know? Interesting. Does that make sense is at it, all? Or did I just, just like, I guess like V like VR chat. I mean, I'm not trying to dwell on this, but yeah, I guess, <laughs> there's like a gameplay loop in animal crossing, right? Where VR chat, yeah. you're just sitting there talking to people. Yeah. Uh, but, but sure. I, I can, I can, I can, can see relate. that as being valid. Brandon, um, what about you? Is is yeah, Animal Crossing up there for you? I was going to taste I was going to list my VR. Uh, I was just my VR stuff. That was the third thing I was going to list. Hello? We'll list it away. No, I was just going to say, I heard Alex scream in the end. Why, I screamed? All I heard was, ah! Was that uh, you? No, I think you've got like a something up in your browser, maybe. <laughs> I think I might have ghosts. Do I have ghosts? <laughs> ghosts! I think that the I ghosts, definitely didn't scream. <laughs> I definitely heard a scream. Discord is haunted. Dude, um, earlier today, I was talking to Kayla on the phone, mm-hmm. and Sean Thomas's voice came up out of nowhere and was like, hey, guys, uh, something, something, Manscaped, HQ Boys. I'm like, I was like, Kayla, are you watching, like, the HQ Boys or something? She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I just heard through the phone Sean Thomas's voice. She's like, what? I was like, are, I was like, are you on Facebook or Instagram? She's like, no, I'm 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 working. I'm on the phone with you. And I was no, like, well, no, I don't no, have no, I don't have anything no, open that would no, have his voice on it. And haunted. it was so it was so creepy. Haunted. So creepy. Discord's yeah. haunted. Um no, so uh the last thing is just like playing with um the Oculus Quest. I feel like that would be my third like rung of things that I played a lot this year is like the Oculus, a whole bunch of Ring Fit, a whole bunch of Animal Crossing. Mm. That's it. Yeah. The three Oculus killers. is great for for this year in particular dude it's nuts man i love it so much i've had so yeah. much fun playing games on there you gotta play half-life i yeah i do i'm i'm spooked by it i'm scared but i do want to yeah. play it i want to finish it but i well i i only i got spooked <laughs> but i i got scared uh i but yeah well someday i will go back to that game because it's really fun mm-hmm. uh but brandon what are your what are some of your favorite games of the year so far do you have a game of the year in mind I mean, I uh, if I were if I were to choose right now based on only what I've played so far this year, uh, obviously I did not play. I have not played Last of Us Two yet, um, 
we kind of discussed it a little bit ahead of time. I, I am, I'm very interested in playing the game at some point. Um, but we all kind of know where I'm at on, on last of us in general. Yeah. I enjoyed the game a whole lot, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of the people, one of the millions and millions of people that, um, were like totally all in on the game. Yeah. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to get a day one and there were a lot of games that I was very interested in otherwise. Um, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima was definitely one of them. Um, that's been on my list this entire year and I've been waiting with bated breath for it to come out and I've been in, incredibly happy with my experience with it. Um, I, even the small, like small, like glitches and st- stuff that I saw early on, I believe that they've already fixed them because I don't, I don't run into any of that any anymore. Um, so I, I think, Sucker Punch did an amazing job with that game. Uh, I've loved the storyline so far. I really like the combat. Now that I've, I've kind of gotten more acclimated and and know what to expect in any in in most interactions. Yeah. Um. I've I've even gotten into like there's there's people that kind of uh, choreograph um, fights and stuff on Twitter and like to share those videos and stuff. And I've kind of even gotten into the point where I'm like trying to choreograph some stuff. Um, so if I ever get to that point, I'll, I'll share some stuff. But uh, uh, moral of the story is I absolutely love uh, Ghost of Tsushima and um, I've, I've put countless hours into Animal Crossing. I think that's an amazing game. Um, it, you know, obviously they're, they're cut from very different, different cloth, but, um, both games that, uh, I, I really enjoyed this year, but I also know that we got Juggernaut still left, um, to be released. Um, any, anybody that's, anybody that's listened to the show know that knows that I'm, I'm, uh, so deeply invested in, in cyberpunk and I'm, I'm just, chomping at the bit for that to be released. Um, so they, I, there's a lot of games that are, that are still coming and especially around the release time of, of the, the new consoles. Um, yeah, I think this is, this has turned out to be really, really a really good year. It was kind of slow in the beginning and, and, uh, these last couple months have been, uh, really awesome. So. Great. Well said. Uh, why did I say it like that? That was weird. I was trying to Great, agree with you. Well said. Great, it was the well go- said. It was the ghost uh, trying to occupy your body for a moment, but it didn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, my, my favorite, my game of the year so far, looking at this, like, based on what I've played uh, and beaten and played enough of, it would be Animal Crossing or Valorant. Um, Bro, Valorant came out in 2020. Me. Now that I'm thinking about it, 2020 feels like 300,000 years. I know. Uh, Final Fantasy VII came out. That did, That's probably that on did. a lot of people's lists. Let me let me look this up. Twenty twenty games. You, you tell uh, me. Dreams more about Valorant. of Dreams one point came out. Um, but on my list, yeah, Valorant and Animal Crossing are at the top. Games. Valorant is just like competitive perfection to me. Like it's it's everything I love about Overwatch with like the abilities and everyone has their own role to play. Uh, and you in order to succeed, you have to play as a team as well as like really fun weapons to use and fun maps to kind of traverse and, and, you know, compete in like, it's just, and the fact that like, there's like this 
I always wanted to play CSGO because of like the buying system. I thought that was like really clever. Like you get rewarded money based on the last round that you played mm. and that affects like your economy and that affects like what you have access to as terms of, in terms of gameplay. Uh, and I, I always was like really curious about like how that would play. And like, it was something that seemed like really appealing to me. And now that I've played Valorant, which has that exact system in it, it's just like, it's so much fun. And it's, you know, it's one more match, one more match, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now I'm like into the, into the ranked league and like, you know, grinding up and that I'm almost the platinum finally after like a month of grinding. Um, and like I just I just have so much fun playing that game and like whether it's like the little spike rush mode where I just play around like quick four rounds, you know, playing as whatever hero or if it's you know a forty five minute you know highly competitive you know on the edge of your seat like up into the last minute you know match like that's it just provides like you know a really fun experience for me like being a very highly competitive person that game is just like right up my alley. Um, Hell yeah, dude! But yeah, I love that game. I'm looking so through this list of all these games that came out this year. Did mm-hmm. Ori and the Will of the Wisps come out before yes, the it re-release? Or? No, 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 no. That's the sequel that came out in March. Oh, okay, okay. Neo 2 came out this year. Uh, Team Fight Tactics came out this year. Oh, Neo wow. 2. It's been a good year. Pretty, I mean, so far, not too shabby, right? Um, but, like, again, not a, like I'm not seeing a whole lot of stuff, to be honest. Oh, Persona 5 Royal came out this year. Um, that's kind of like a re-release. Um, RE3 came out this year. Um, Yakuza Kiwami came out for I think the Xbox and PC. Um, yeah, all like, guys I'm, is going to be coming out. That game is awesome. all guys. Legends of Runeterra, Streets of Rage Four, um, Void Bastards officially came out this year. Golf with your friends. Well, that was that was last year I think, but it got ported this year. Oh, to oh, Switch, oh, but still, oh, oh, oh. still. Um, I am. It's I'm like going through it, and it's pretty difficult to find like a bunch of games that came out this year. Uh, Valorant came out this year. Obviously, we talked about that. Persona 4 Golden made the PC jump this year. Um, Ninjala. Are you, are you curious about that? Um, oh, Ooblets came out this year. Um, mm-hmm. Or is going to come out this year. Um, There's a new Super Hot game that came out. Super Hot. Yeah. Live. Uh, was it Control Alt Defeat or something like that is what it's called? Um, Mind Control Delete. Oh, sorry. Mind Control uh, Delete. There Death Stranding hit PC. I'm Death actually mm-hmm. going to be playing that on my upcoming road trip that I have. On PC? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing my laptop with me. Oh, I was like, how are you going to fucking do that? That's crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm. It's weird to like think that like this is a low year for games, I guess we'll say. Oh, Yakuza Like yeah. a Dragon is going to come out this year in November, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions made the jump to... I don't think it's going to be game of the year, but Captain Su- uh, Subasa Rise of New Champions. Ooh, the soccer the game. The anime soccer game. Yeah, that comes out yeah, in me. August. Hell yeah, dude. I'm excited I'm to excited. have you play that. I like Captain Tsubasa. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It feels like a, um, feels like a slower year, um, you know? but not yeah that slow does that make sense like it feels like a middling year for for uh, video games for sure there's some highs there's some lows some disappointments for sure yeah. but i mean overall like i i'm i'm enjoying uh you know games since we're stuck inside for the most part so i am happy to have these games that i love uh and catching up on a lot of old games that i missed for so sure I, like I, I played portal 2 this year and beat it I played Final time. Fantasy VII. The same thing, dude. Or not Portal 2. Portal 1, I'm sorry. That's um, just as important. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff. But Hell I yeah. think that's going to do it for that topic. Thank you, Austin, uh, for supporting us on Patreon. 
uh, and for suggesting that topic. That was a lot of fun to talk about. Thank you. Thank um, you. But I think with that, that's going to be the end of the show this week. Of course, uh, you can follow us on social media. You can follow Brandon at Rebel Red Six, all spelled out. You can follow Ian at Ian Why Not, and you can follow me at It's Van Aken. Don't forget follow OK Beast at OK Beast now. Uh, and then, of course, review, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. And if you want, you want to refer the show to a friend, they can listen pretty much anywhere: Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, pretty much wherever podcasts are. This show is. Um, and yeah, last thing, patreon.com slash okbeast. You can go there and support us for three bucks a month and get this show early every single week. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, who is supporting us during these times. We really appreciate you and all that you do for us. Uh, but yeah, that's that was the OKBeast okay podcast, episode 199. Guys, say goodbye to the people. Bye-bye. Goodbye, people. Was that a fart? Did that was my fart? chair. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Listen, hey, listen back to it. It's not a fart. Dude, all right. If bark, I was barking was a, tree frog. Yeah, that was a mm, okay. All right. Bye.